The week of April 26 begins with the super pink moon. Pink refers to the full moon of April, named after moss pink which blooms in the eastern United States. This year it's combined with the supermoon, when the moon is within 90% of its closest approach to Earth. The result is a slightly larger, brighter moon in the sky. The full moon will appear directly opposite of the sun, rising in the east as the sun sets in the west. This is the worst time to see details on the lunar surface because there are no shadows, but it's the best time to see what are called ray structures. These are the bright splashes of lighter dust that seem to emanate from specific craters. The rays are bright because they represent fresh impacts of large meteorites on the surface. Of course, fresh is a relative term. These are collisions that happened tens or hundreds of millions of years ago, which is a lot newer than the age of the moon itself. With an ordinary pair of binoculars, you should have no problem seeing one of the most obvious ray systems. Look in the south-central portion of the moon for a bright splash of rays that seem to extend almost halfway across the lunar disk. The bright crater at its center is called Tycho, which resulted from an impact about 108 million years ago. Now look just left of the central region of the moon for another bright crater and ray structure. This is Copernicus, a massive crater almost 60 miles across. The rays are not as bright as those from Tycho because Copernicus is much older, estimated at 800 million years. The smaller splash of rays to the lower left of Copernicus is from the crater Kepler. With the Delta College Planetarium in Bay City, I'm Mike Murray.